is up, guys? This is Podcast 419, and we are all about unpacking what it means for us to make and send disciples who love and live like Jesus. And in order to do that, we are having conversations about the highs and lows of doing life together. There is no conversation too big, no topic that is off the table. Thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your week. Let's jump into this episode. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Podcast 419. I'm Brian. I'm here with Josh. Josh, what's up, man? What's going on, brother? Nothing much. We're here again. We are. Welcome, surprised. everybody. Hey, uh, yeah. If you're actually surprised by this, what have you, you been welcome doing? Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> what have you been doing? But hey, we got a good one today. We got some good feedback about our last kind of Q&A episode that we did. Um, you remember what we talked about in the Q&A? Why do you do this to me? It's why hey, is the, listen, Bi- is no, the let Bible me, let real? Let me talk to our viewers. Uh, yeah, let me just take a moment and just say Brian loves, loves, loves. Like we we, we talk about the outline of the, mm-hmm. the conversation we're going to go through. And his favorite thing to do is ask me questions that he knows that he doesn't know if I know. Mm. And uh, it's fun. And it's a nightmare. Yes. It truly is. It's led to multiple takes, and I've needed to get this out for a while now. So thank you for this opportunity. I know. They don't get to see it, but there's several deleted episodes that have me asking you questions that you fully don't know the answer to because I didn't brief you before. And they're all like logistical questions. Like, hey, do you remember that episode that we shot on November 17th? And mm-hmm. I'm just like... Around minute 13, yeah, yeah, second 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, moral of the story, Brian's the worst. Let's move on. But that episode was, why is the Bible real? Or why should I trust the Bible? Hmm. And, and it was How do kind I know of a it's Q&A. Yeah. How do I know it's true? So look, you remember. You remember. <sighs> don't, don't dog on yourself. Listen, I was dogging on you. I, I want to be very clear. That's fine. But we talked about that in that format of Q&A where... I'm asking some of these questions that I know some of our viewers have. I've had at some point. You've probably had. And it's just a safe environment to hash some of these things out because we all have that question, but sometimes we're not comfortable with asking it. So we're doing that again today. And Josh, what are we going to be talking about? Yeah, so we're going to really be talking about like, hey, is Jesus the only way? How do we know he's the only way? Really fleshing that out because I know that that is a a stumbling block Mm -hmm. uh, for many of us. And if it's not currently, it probably was in the past. Yeah, because when we hear that, especially if you're a newer believer or maybe you're not of the faith and you're hearing Jesus is the only way, Sounds intense, mm-hmm. right? And then, and then you look at the grand scope of things. You look at the world and all of the different worldviews and the different religions and saying that Jesus is the only way. It seems pretty narrow-minded and exclusive, but we're going to be getting into that in a little bit. Uh, yeah. And so where does this come from? Like, is it just something that Christians say? Is it founded on scripture? Um, where do we see it? Yeah, well, we see uh, Jesus really spell it out in John 14, right? Mm-hmm. Like he says, I am the way, mm-hmm. the truth and the light. Uh, and so, like, really just knowing, like, hey, right out of the gate, Jesus talks about that. Uh, he mm-hmm. also spells it out when he talks about um, really separating the goats and the sheep, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's talking about, hey, one are going to go with Jesus, the sheep are going to go with Jesus, and the goats are, are going somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a pretty clear, uh, not just indication, but statement throughout Scripture. These are just two examples. Um, I have found, in my experience, when when people, or even when I have struggled with this concept of Jesus being the only way, mm-hmm. uh, it's either not looking into the Word and really trying to investigate that, mm-hmm. or uh, it's been just not liking the the statement. Yeah, like I, not wanting it to be true. Yeah, because it's kind of uncomfortable, uh, especially like like I said, looking at the different other religions and the worldviews. Like, sure. if there there's something that I had to struggle with and I had to wrestle with, is that surely. Jesus can't be the only way because like, what about all these other religions? And even Mm -hmm. 
kind of getting into the weeds a little bit, but like the, um, the different religions, like the Abrahamic religions, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? So like, uh, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, like the ones that are kind of based, like they're, they're talking about the same God, um, sure. but there's different, there's different pictures of it. And so surely some of those are correct, right? Or, or maybe it's not just one. And that's something that I had to wrestle through. Yeah. And we'll be kind of flushing that out as I ask you some of these questions. So do you feel, you feel ready? You feel equipped? Oh man, I just say, bring it on. You know, we're going to see what happens. Mm. Fly or die. Fly or die. Hey, you said that last time. And I think someone came up and was like, Hey, fly or die. Come on. I think they said that's it my you. mantra. That's, that's what I do. Yep. Still on your chest as a tattoo, but yep. here we are. That's what's going to happen. So like you said, John 14, Verse six, it, you know, it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Um, and then it goes on to say that nobody comes to the Father except through me. It was Jesus talking. And, and so that statement that nobody comes to the Father except through me, it seems pretty narrow-minded and it seems pretty exclusive. Hmm. Um, what would you have to say about that? I'd say it is and it isn't. Mm-hmm. Like, so when we talk about exclusive, because uh, that's a love that we or a word that we love to throw around. Sure. The idea of exclusive is saying that it is excluding people, which means that people don't have a choice, which I would say is a is a lie from the enemy. Like mm-hmm. God has given every single person a choice, and actually it says in Scripture that it is his heart to redeem all. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not that all will be redeemed, uh, but that every single person will be pursued and have the ability to choose God or to choose not to go with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times we, we see this choice, and we say, why would a loving God mm-hmm. allow people to go to hell? And it's because he's a loving God. Mm-hmm. So he's giving us a choice like, hey, instead of just imposing himself upon us, he says, hey, you can choose to love me or not. You can choose to spend eternity with me or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's your call. And then when he gives it to us, we're the ones who are responsible for that decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oftentimes we like to spin it around and, and play the blame game with God. Yeah. And, and even thinking about it, like the exclusivity of it, like there is one way, but that way is accessible and available to all people. Yep. And so instead of saying like, hey, here's three different gates, you can get to the same place, but you just choose which gate you want. Um, it's, it's saying like, no, hey, everyone has this opportunity. You can walk through this. You can go to Jesus, have a relationship with him, surrender yourself to him. Um, and that's how you get to the father is, is through Jesus. But being able to say, okay, well, I might think it's exclusive because there's only one way to get there. But like you said, it's available to everybody. Like everybody has access to it, which I think is an important distinction because then it's not exclusive, um, but it is, it is focused. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that we also need to just recognize, like, it's not just available. The invitation is sent out. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just a like, Hey, like, man, like I just, I wish you the best. Like, hope you find this, this gate. No, no, the invitation sent out to all. Um, and so we have a responsibility like to respond and mm-hmm. to, to make a choice. Yeah. And so in this conversation, I know when you're looking at other religions, so how do we know that this one that we have, so Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. He's the only one, the only way to get to, um, to the father. How do we know that that's true and say some of these other religions are not true. So like Buddhism, Islam, Judaism, Hinduism, all of these things. How do we know that Christianity and Jesus, like, how do we know we got it right? Sure. Yeah, I think one of the ways we, we can jump back to our episode on how do I know the Bible is true, yep. right? And really investigate that because we, every single person, whether you are a Christian, atheist, 
Buddhist, whatever. Like you have made a decision on what you believe is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would contend that the most logical and most feasible explanation is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason that I, I can say that is because I've done a lot of research on it mm-hmm. and really tried to uncover what is truth. And a lot of times, here, here's the tension, is we have these opinions and these thoughts and these desires. And if I were God, I'd do things different, right? Like if I were God, like I'd open the doors for it. Like it'd be a wide, wide road. Like mm-hmm. anybody could come in. Uh, but the fact is I'm not God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I need to, first off, step aside of that and just say, hey, you know what? Actually, what I want to happen and what I desire in my opinion actually isn't the basis of truth. Mm-hmm. Like my opinion has no no weight on truth. Like yeah. if I had an opinion that, hey, Brian, you should have blonde hair. I doesn't should. mean... Please don't. I will. Please don't do this. Next episode. I wish this. In fact, no, Isaiah, I want can this you to color happen. grade it? Isaiah, color grade my hair to blonde. Thank you. Love that. Mm. Uh, it, but hey, just because that's my opinion doesn't make it true, right? Like it doesn't make your hair blonde. Apparently in this instance, it might have actually If you're done watching that. on video, maybe. Man, <laughs> uh, every metaphor breaks down at some point. Uh, but the point is, like, my opinion has no actual weight over what is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like this. Uh, there's a, a story that I heard somewhere where this this pastor or preacher or whatever uh, was sharing his version of the gospel. And it was like, yep. hey, everybody, like what you believe is true. It's you, the whole your truth is your truth yep. kind of kind of mindset. It's just like, hey, if you believe it, it's true. Uh, and so if you believe that you're going to heaven, like you are, like it doesn't matter anything else. Like Jesus, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, and so a, a guy, a Christian came up to him afterwards and he said, hey, I just want you to know, I believe you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like, well, hold on. There's okay. That puts a big roadblock in this idea that like there's multiple truths. Mm-hmm. There's not. it's conflicting. Yeah, yeah. they conflict. Uh, the reality is there's one truth. There's one way, and Jesus is that answer. Yeah, and we've even seen. Have you heard of the? It's it's like a poem. It's a, an old folk tale where it's talking about an elephant, and there's these blind guys, mm-hmm. and they're trying to explain what the elephant feels like. You know, one of them's on the trunk, and you know, it's he said it's it's long and it it's like moving around. It's very flexible. Another person is touching uh, his leg, and it's you know big and sturdy. One of them's touching the tail, and it's like it's hairy, but they're all touching the same thing. They're mm-hmm. all you know feeling what an elephant feels like, but they're just getting different parts. So it's like everybody is experiencing something different, but they're all kind of at the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And so even those conflicting things. So a lot of people think of that with religions where, you know, you know, Christianity, they have part of the truth, you know, Buddhism, they kind of have part of the truth too. And so all of them, they're going to heaven or Nirvana or wherever True. it may be. When the reality is, is if you look and dive deeper into what these religions teach through their actual, you know, scripture or whatever they use. So, you know, the Bible, the Quran, um, the Torah, you know, the writings of, of Buddha and all of these things, that there's conflicting things, kind of what yeah. you're talking about, where ultimately they're all not going to be compatible mm-hmm. and they're going to be conflicting. And so then, like you said, jumping back to our Bible episode of why should I trust the Bible, being one of the most historically accurate and one of the most historically proven books amongst all the other ones, if you have your foundation where you believe the Bible is that, and then seeing that Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life, nobody comes to the Father except through me, yeah. it kind of follows into that that light we're saying, okay, well, if I believe the Bible, I can trust that Jesus is the only way, especially in comparison to some of these other religions. Yeah, and I want to touch back on what you were just sharing about the 
uh, elephant and the people who are blind yeah. uh, feeling different parts and having a very different perspective on what's real, mm-hmm. right? Like one thought it was a tree, one thought it was a snake, like there's various just based off of the area of the elephant that they were at because mm-hmm. they, were, they were blind. But there is one perspective that isn't talked about, mm-hmm. and the perspective is the storyteller. The yeah, person who sees the see whole it. picture. Yep. Uh, and so, I mean, that's the difference is that's the Christian worldview. That's the Bible, uh, which I believe is truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's that's the whole picture. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the whole deal. And I, I think that that's where we can get off base because there's so many, like if you look at Islam and you look at Judaism and you look at really other religions too, mm-hmm. you can be like, hey, you know what? Some of that sounds similar. And yeah, that, that's a piece of the elephant, sure. But it's not truth because the truth is the whole thing. It's the mm-hmm. whole picture. Uh, and that's what's required for us to understand uh, really wh- where we stand with God mm-hmm. and how we are meant to respond to him. Yeah. And so in talking about this, there's something that I, I want to bring up because then if we're talking, we I mean, we just talked about missions a couple weeks back yeah. and, you know, spreading the gospel and, and sharing Jesus to all of the nations and making disciples. So what does it look like if Jesus is the only way? And we're talking about some people, maybe they're in foreign countries, maybe they're remote, they're not accessed, or they don't have access to the Bible or missionaries who are willing to learn their language and all of these things. So if Jesus is the only way, what does it mean for those people who are maybe not able to hear the name of Jesus or learn actually what the gospel is? Yeah, I think this is a, a, a good question because oftentimes it's a it's a reason why we choose to, to not accept this truth. And mm-hmm. I would say, like, don't let a hard answer be a reason that you ignore what's good and right. Mm-hmm. Um, like this, instead of, because the tension could be like, hey, if, if we say that people who don't know about Jesus are going to hell, um, well then, man, I'm out. And I'm not going to, like, do anything. And it's like, okay, so when is bad news a reason not to respond? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so my challenge is, and, and my response is, like, like Jesus is the only way. Mm-hmm. Um, and now God is pursuing people. Like and he's incredibly creative. Like I know that there's a ton of people in India coming to know Jesus because Jesus is meeting them in dreams. Like mm-hmm. G- like they're like God is doing his thing. Sure. Uh, and God is going to pursue all people um, now, and they're going to have a choice. But there's the other piece of one of the ways that he pursues people is through his body, mm-hmm. right? Like it's through his bride. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as his bride, like we have a mission to make and send disciples of all nations. Uh, which jumps back to our even our missions episode, where we're called to go out to mm-hmm. those unreached people groups that have not uh, had God or the God experience or had the truth brought to them yeah. um, by other people. Uh, like that's our mission. And mm-hmm. so rather than having that question and being like, you know what, then I'm out. Like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Then I'm all in. Like yeah. I, like man, like if that's the cost, yeah, of them not knowing the truth. Mm-hmm. Someone needs to bring them the truth. Yeah. Instead of making it something where you're removing yourself because it's like, well, it's a hard answer. It should be encouragement. It should give you a fire to be like, okay, well, I want these people then, right? Yep. Um, if, if that's going to be the case. So what is it? Some what is something that we can do while we're listening here? Um, whether you're watching on YouTube, you're listening. What can we take away from this? Like, why is Jesus being the only way? Why is that good news? And, and how should I respond? Yeah, I think the reason it's good news for me is because if he is the only way, that means that I am not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is a shifting that happens from me just trying to be 
the best at everything or me trying to earn something that's not mine or trying to measure up or trying to make the world revolve around me, which like if I'm not careful and if I'm not caught up in Jesus, that's exactly where I default to. Mm-hmm. Um, the win is it's no longer about me. Yeah. Uh, and like that is just good news for everyone. Like that's yeah. like everybody's listening. They're like, amen, Josh, it's yeah. not about you. And you're right. Like, and praise God for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to our listeners and to you, Brian, and anybody else, like it's not about them either. Yeah. Like this, like we're not the heroes of this story. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of and it. That's a good thing. It mm-hmm. really is. And, and I like what you talked about too, because um, we're filming it after this. I think it's going to be next week for them, but it's going to be, um, you know, talking about, am I a good person? Or like, I'm a pretty good person. And so being able to understand like, man, in this story of Jesus is the only way, there's nothing that relies on me. It's not about how good I am. It's not how I perform. It's not if I'm a a good human being or not. Or bad, right? Like the other side. Yeah. And so it's just really talking about, well, if it's not on me, then there's a, a weight that I don't have to carry. And there's a responsibility that I don't have to hold myself to if you're abiding in Jesus and you're really walking it out. So you want to send them off? All right, guys. Hey, thank you so much for joining us this week as we unpack uh, truly a uh, a difficult topic Mm -hmm. uh, and one that I know that I personally wrestled with. And at the same time, that's what we do Mm -hmm. because no conversations off the table. We're about discipling others. And these are questions people are asking. Mm -hmm. And so we're here to help you answer. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Podcast 419. If you want to learn more about us, you can check us out on our website, podcast419.com.